0: welcome. You're listening to the Chi Podcast, the place dedicated to educating and supporting parents and professionals, hosted by Dr. Sandy Munoz, CEO of the Children's Healing Institute.
1: All of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Chi Podcast. Today, we are discussing how do we raise kids to be entrepreneurs. We all remember when we were young, our parents would ask us what we wanted to do when we grew up? Did we want to become a teacher, a doctor or a lawyer? We even ask our children the same question now. What do they want to study in college? But do we ever ask them about becoming an entrepreneur? Our children are the next leaders, and so are those individuals who are entrepreneurs. So how do we encourage children to have that entrepreneur mindset? As we are raising our kids, how can we focus on their strengths? Today, I am so excited to be talking to Julie Khanna. She is an amazing mother, professional, and community advocate. She has three amazing children, all entrepreneurs, and today we are going to discuss how she was able to navigate her children down that path, and what are some tips that we as parents can learn and be inspired to help our own children on their own journey.
0: Hi, Julie. It's Sandy. I want to thank you so much for Joining us today on our CHI podcast, um, this topic that we're going to be discussing is such an exciting topic for me, but before we get started, why don't you tell us a
2: little bit about yourself? Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm equally as happy to be here and excited to share our story. My name is Julie Cona. I'm a mother of three. I'm a community. I would say uh advocate and definitely a professional volunteer. <laughs> I'm involved with community partners of South Florida, Boys and Girls Club, The Soup Kitchen, and many others. I also own Tana Connections, a PR and communications agency. We do niche in the medical health and wellness industry. Um But I always say my favorite clients are my kids. So <laughs> can't wait to talk more. That's awesome.
0: I am lucky enough to be one of your friends on Facebook, so I always get to see the wonderful things that your children are doing. Can you share a little bit about what made you decide to take your children down the road, down that path of becoming an entrepreneur? Um, at what age you know, did it get started? So I'm eager to learn all about it.
2: Yeah, sure. So definitely part of my parenting style has always been to kind of assess my kid's strengths and weaknesses, right? as well as my mm-hmm. own, um, and that changes, right, always is constantly evolving our strengths and our weaknesses, but one thing I try to do is nurture their strengths and develop their weaknesses, so once I'm able, you know, once I was kind of able to see where their strong points were, and I see, like, hey, they've got a gift to give and a gift to share, um, it kind of naturally unfolded into them giving back, and that, in turn, was the start of their entrepreneurial road, Um so my oldest one now, she's 18, Lily, she was always really good as a storyteller, really, really good at communication. Um, she was lucky enough to go to a specialty middle school called Bach Middle School of the Arts, where they really mm-hmm. honed in on public speaking, speech and debate, and videography. So by the time she was 14, um, the videos that she was able to make and to tell these people's stories was really professional. And it was also at a time where the world was really starting to go digital. Um, Facebook was exploding. Businesses online were picking up. And everybody, it seemed like, needed a video to be done. And she just jumped right in. She started making videos, uh, you know, started out for friends and family and and for various nonprofits that we were involved in. And um, one thing that I always say in this house is if you're good at something, don't do it for free, and don't do it for anybody else. <laughs> so once I saw that she was good at it, I, I said, you know what? It's okay to start to be compensated for your time and your talents. And right. that was how she started her business, Elcona Productions, who now at 18 years old, she's been registered on some business as, as a, since a teenager, and she's got some nationally recognized clients and some of our nonprofit partners even as clients. So the same story for my other two children, Nikhil and Davey. Um, once I saw that they were passionate about something, you know, I just kind of gave them that opportunity like, hey, do you want to, do you want to give this a shot? Um, there's definitely some highs and lows that come with entrepreneurship and kids are going to experience those same exact things, you know, your excitements and your disappointments. So by the time my youngest Davey, was eight years old. She loved, loved, loved cooking. She still does. And she made this spice that we often use on, you know, lots of things at our house, lots of snacks, fruits and vegetables. And she wanted to sell it. She wanted to sell it. She saw her big sister doing business and she wanted to sell her spices. I was definitely reluctant because it is an Indian spice and I wasn't sure how it was going to be received, but that's kind of part of parenting, right? It's Gotta let them see for themselves and throw them out there and, and, and see if, if they're gonna experience a a positive high good experience or is it gonna be a low disappointment experience? In her case, it was wildly successful. Overnight she had made 60 orders. So, gosh, she failed in one night from a Facebook post. And from that we thought we better, we better do right by her consumers and we made her a Facebook page so that People would know how we use it and what ingredients were in it. And that's, um, four years old today. Her company is still thriving. It's now shifted as an e-commerce platform. This is really cool. Last week, she got contacted by someone from, uh, New York, New York Weight Watchers, um, that it was being talked about as a really good spice to add onto their snacks with zero points. So she sent, she sent up a sample to them. So that was exciting. She sold to celebrities because she's, uh, You know very very good about using social media and contacting that them that way and she's been on a few cooking shows so she was actually eight years old when she started her business and then my son Nikhil, who's 13 now we call him our resident techie he's all things it and tech support building his computers and websites because he's always been so analytical so again What works for one isn't going to work for all. If I would have ever put Davey in some of these um, robotics classes that Nikhil has done, it it wouldn't have worked. The outcome would not have been the same. She's, it's not going to speak her language, but it speaks his language. So he is our Photoshop guru and um, currently learning how to hack, but in an ethical way. builds his computers he builds their websites and of course you've got a hand in all the businesses that's amazing are your kids i guess one of the questions that would come natural
0: to me are they like extroverted naturally like are they just extroverted kids are they introverted no. like so how, now how do are. you how do you work with that you know how do you
2: get them to recognize yeah. the opportunities and to like get them out of that shell so definitely at a young age um, I was always pointing out kind of the cause and effect. Like, if you do this, then this is going to happen. Or if something happened to them, maybe it was because this happened. So so showing them those direct relationships, right? That's the same thing with opportunity. Like, I would say, hey, look, because, you know, we were all together and we met so-and-so, now look what we're doing. We're able to form a partnership and do this. So helping to point those out at an early age, um, Really, really, kind of put into perspective that there's opportunity in everything, and you'll hear my kids say that all the time now um that's something that I just drummed into them, and they they will say that and and the truth is, as they grow as their confidence grows, if they don't recognize an opportunity, they've got the confidence to make one when they don't see one.
0: Wow that's awesome because yeah. I you know that's, answer... that's a hard part if you like have a shy kid and you're like okay yeah <laughs> so
2: going back to that definitely so not all my kids were are were or are extroverted I would say that they're a balance um mm-hmm. I kind of think that about a lot of people it's just how how much I think we're all a little bit extroverted plus introverted it's just a little you know some are a little more than others but one thing that's always been important to me is that the kids were able to introduce themselves, even at a young age. So no matter what that looks like, you know, hi, I'm, you know, Lily kind of Bach Middle School, the arts communications major, and I specialize in videography, anything that can get the conversation going. And, of course, that's a little more taxing for some of my kids more than others who don't – who didn't enjoy that, you know. That was kind of hard for them to get past, especially my son. My son definitely tends to be – you know, being more analytical, he does um he does tend to be a little shyer. But he's outgrown that because of so many so many experiences he's had where he's had to introduce himself and then stop and actively listen to the response because I always tell him listening is as important as talking, right? So mm-hmm. um just kind of preempting them whenever we were going to a social situation Saying, like, hey, guys, now, you know, don't forget. Make sure you're introducing yourselves. And introducing yourself first is also very important. Like, cut the ice. Get out there. Say your hellos. Show your confidence. Um, and it will grow. It's just like anything else. You know, it's going to grow. So you pretty much taught them the skill of networking. Definitely. By the, the by
0: of networking. As they were learning how to walk. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's always been important. Definitely. How do they deal with disappointment?
0: I mean, we all know in business you're going to be disappointed or there may be a rejection or something doesn't go, you know, the way you want it to. So, and being that they're young, how do they cope with that?
2: Absolutely. So, definitely, this is not for the weak, right? There's a right. lot of disappointments. Um, and as a parent, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to watch them go through that, the frustration level of the disappointments. Um so, especially doing any kind of business online or in social media, right, you definitely leave yourself open to some scrutiny. It's going to happen. And unfortunately, you can have a hundred really positive, good, you know, comments and feedback and just one nasty one. And it seems like that's the one that, you know, you're going to focus on by nature. So, disappointments and, and frustration and failure is a very real thing in this house. Um but one thing that it's important to do is number one, I kind of tell them like we always have to keep things in perspective. Like, yes, one comment was not great. No, we don't know what happened in that person's life that made them behave that way. And you know what? Your services, your skill set, your spices—they're not for everyone. We don't, we can't expect everyone to like everything. Um, but maybe what they did wasn't nice. But let's let's focus on the other 99 good comments you know and try to try to focus on those type of um perspectives number 1 and number 2 the other thing is they have to feel the feels there's just no way out but through so when they do experience some low lows and they have they definitely have it's important that they grieve those disappointments and they have to kind of you know feel down just feel the feels but the the thing is they can't stay there forever that part is not negotiable. I won't allow that. But of course, of course, because skating past your feelings is not the answer either, right? They've got right. to be able to recognize those, um, those disappointment and failures. So, kind of giving them, um, a time frame. How, like, like, hey, you know what? Why don't you go sit, think about it, process it? Like, they, they all, they all have their journals. They all have their outlets. They're all very creative kids, so their creative outlets look a little different, but taking some time off, going to take a breather from the business because it's definitely, it definitely happens. And another thing is work as an entrepreneur, it's not 100% consistent. Some weeks are really heavy, full of opportunities. Other weeks can be a little slower. You know, again, that's where perspective comes into play. You can't look at the week that you're not getting as many opportunities or as much work and think it's the end-all, be-all. I always tell them, look back six months, look at the look at the trajectory, like that perspective is going to really, really come into play when, when to help carry you through some of those hard times, you know? Right, right.
0: That I love the statement that you made. There's no way out but through. I think that is, you know, just really powerful words because I think that that is difficult as a parent when you see your kid going through, you know, a tough time. You really kind of just want to rescue them. But like you said, they, they kind of have to go through it on their own and i i agree that it really it helps to build them um definitely so with with your kids and their ages they're all school age so how does that work with balancing their responsibilities with school work and then with their profession that they're trying to do as well
2: so we are non-negotiable with school for for our house school comes first um the grades can't they have to be, my kids don't have to be the best. They just have to be doing their best. So I need to see that their grades are reflecting their best. So that's step one. Then whatever time is left over for that, because it's important that they have friends and a social circle also, um, and their extracurriculars. So our kids, because they go to school so far away, they're, my um, Nikhil and Davey are at Bach Middle School. It's about 45-minute bus ride. Um my little ones use their bus time to answer emails, answer some of their fans, check their DMs, like lots of collab opportunities. It was so cute because just last week, that that's their time. And part of their automatic message when you message their business pages is, I might be at school right now. Um And that costs them business sometimes because we do live in a world of instant gratification. People don't want to hear that and I'm not going to jump in for them. So, that that does happen, but, you know, that's usually their time for checking their business. And it's cute because last week, Davey had called from the boss, and she's so excited. And her spices were on um, Big Smo's story. And I don't know who Big Smo is because I'm old now, but apparently he's a pretty cool guy with the kids. He's a singer, artist. Amazing. Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so- what about the money piece of it? So the kids are making money. Um, how does that work? How do you have you talk to them about financial literacy, responsibility, and who decides what they get to do with their money?
2: So that's a great question because my dear little kids here thought that whatever they made was theirs when they when they first started doing business, even though mommy and daddy were paying for the cost of shipping or this or that. So I'm like, um. No, you don't get all that money because you have to cover the company costs. So that was definitely an eye opening moment for them to learn from when, when they saw, like, hey, there's the cost of running business. So just like anything else, we do come to the table on the um on the money aspect. And I mean that literally. We we do this a lot actually. We're constantly assessing and reassessing what's best for the businesses. Um so so so, number one, it has to be able to cover the cost of doing business, and that's where the kids will brainstorm how to cut costs without cutting quality in some of their in some of their business. and like for Lily, some of that videography equipment gets very expensive, and now she has employees. so right off the bat you you gotta do the math of the cost, cover your own cost cost of doing business. Then number two is how much are you, you know, we've got to set aside money for them to continue with their marketing and operations. So now whatever's left over from that, some of that they have to put, for me, this is my, this is just my rule. I need 60% of profits to go into their savings. So right now they're actually, uh, dabbling in some investments because they've got, they got themselves nice little savings and they'd like their money to make more money. And then the rest of the money is theirs to spend. Um, but they actually tend to be very frugal with their money anyhow, so they, they tend to, they tend to save it. They do tend to save a lot of their money, or whatever that they're purchasing happens to be business related anyhow. So they, um, like Lily's constantly buying new technical stuff, and Nikhil's buying new softwares and things like that with his money. And Davey likes to, You know, co market with other brands. So sometimes that means purchasing some of their stuff and vice versa so they can take pictures online. Um, But no, we're important. It's important to make sure that they're saving for sure.
0: That is really neat. And I imagine, I mean, I'm just listening to you and everything that they're doing. It's almost like it's their businesses, but I kind of look at you like, okay, so they might have a business, but you're like the chairman of the board.
2: (laughs) I like this. Yeah. I You're like, kind of like macro? manage. I do not micromanage. I macro manage. I keep a bird's eye view on things, and I will tell you something. Also, this is going to be so selfish, but I have the best Christmases and birthdays, and even Valentine's Day because these kids spoil me. They they have the money to buy me gifts, and I love it.
1: <laughs> that might be <laughs> my favorite part. Of. I'm like, oh,
2: this is great. <laughs> That's so cute.
0: What yeah. would
2: you um?
0: Tell other kids that want to pursue entrepreneurship. What's some advice that you may have for them?
2: Yeah. So I think that everybody of all ages has something to offer. They, everybody's got something to offer. Um, I believe that as adults too, you know, whether it's our time, our money, our knowledge, our resources, our connections, but we all have something to offer and that includes kids. So some of the things that they can be doing is working on their communication skills by learning how to introduce themselves, having a nice, solid introduction. The other thing is practice how to politely say no. This is especially important for girls who, by nature, Mm -hmm. can be people-pleasers. There's nothing more dangerous than a little girl that cannot say no. So that could look like, you know, maybe the waitress brought you fruit punch instead of lemonade, and you really wanted lemonade. Instead of saying, well, it's okay just to appease, you know, there's a, a nice, polite way to say, hey, I really like fruit punch, but I, I wanted lemonade instead, if you don't mind. Begin that process of self-advocating for yourself because you're going to need that in business. Um, and, and that's going to go, that's going to speak to negotiations later on too. So practice advocating for yourself. When, Very when, sense, instance, yeah. email your own teachers. I cannot say this enough. You, you have to become comfortable with authority because there's always going to be a chain of command in all things business. So email your own teachers, but make sure that you're using perfect grammar or excellent grammar that you're not going to email them the same way that you're going to email your brother or your cousin. You know, email them in, in good grammar with respect and do, do your research. If you're like, Hey, I didn't turn an assignment or you had, you need clarity on an assignment you know do the work for them say on page this that was assigned on this date make sure that it is detail oriented it has good grammar and you email your teacher directly now i do ask my kids to see me on the emails not anymore but when they were in elementary school just so mm-hmm. i could the bird's eye view but i should not have to intervene for the kids if they you know need clarification or something like that they need to open those lines of communication so, again, that could be very uncomfortable for some kids. But use that discomfort as a growth tool. Um, and then the other thing is that I've always had my kids do is identify a cause in the community that you would like to address. Um, and and find a way to initiate something on your own scale um, as a way to help remedy that. So, for my kids, we've always done Halloween costumes at the soup kitchen. They So, they've done Halloween drives. And then packaged up those Halloween costumes and labeled them by size and costume and distributed them at the um, soup kitchen. But it could look like anything—a book drive, you know, a, you know, blankets for the for dogs in the shelter, whatever that looks like. But developing a sense of community and a sense of something outside of yourself and bigger than yourself is going to prove huge, tremendously important when it comes to business and entrepreneurship. Those are wonderful words of advice for the
0: kids. And what about the parents? How? What would you tell a parent? What what can they do to support their journey, especially if you have, you know, moms or dads that are like helicopter parents, they really don't want to let go of the reins and they're afraid to, you know, let their kids have any control in anything.
2: Right. So definitely like a one, two, three type of rule. That moment where you feel like you need to jump in, Count to three and see. Is your kid in danger? If your kid's in danger, you definitely are going to jump in. Or is your kid in an uncomfortable situation? If your kid is in an uncomfortable situation, you need to take a step back and watch them. That is the best assessment to see how your child is, what your child's ability to handle situations is. Um, There's absolutely, like, Absolutely nothing in this world grows without discomfort, right? Not a pregnant woman's belly, not a gym rat's mess, like muscles, and definitely not a business owner's success. So you're going to want to see your kids in, in uncomfortable situations so that you can gauge their threshold of how they handle that situation. Um, and, and take that step back and start letting them be more autonomous. Again, letting them email the teachers. It's harmless if they forgot to mention something, you know, you can always you can always remedy that at a later time. If you see them at the restaurant and someone brought them the wrong food, they can remedy that themselves. Let these could start to grow on their own because, you know, eventually we're not gonna be there. We're just we're not gonna be there to help them with anything. And at the end of the day, it's gonna give us a lot more peace knowing that we've prepared these kids to go out in the world without us. hmm Exactly. Yep.
0: I know it's difficult
2: a lot of times
0: for You know, for for parents, they're afraid that they don't want their child to get hurt and stuff, but it's true. They need to develop those skills, and um, if they can do it in small ways, that's the perfect, you know, platform for them to hopefully develop um, an entrepreneurial mindset. Julie, what are – I want to be able to give a shout-out to your kids. So tell me a little bit about where people can learn more about their businesses and what they're doing. Um, So if someone wanted to look them up. Please please share with us. How do they find them?
2: Thank you, thank you. So Lily and Kana, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Um, her business is L Kana Productions. That's K H A N as Nancy, N as a Nancy A. And she's all things videography, live streaming, um, social media management. And then Davey Masala, D E V I Masala. You can find her on Facebook or Instagram or at www.daviemisala.shop. And then Nikhil, you can find him kind of behind everyone's themes here. Um, He's got a website coming out soon, but he is our resident techie, so just know he's behind El Productions and Davy Misala. And, of course, you can find me online also at Kana Connections on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn, or on the web at conorconnections.com.
0: That's awesome. Julie, thank you so much for spending some time with us and sharing the stories of your kids and their journey and how you led them down that path. Um, I hope that we're able to inspire other parents to do the same with their kids, because I think it's entrepreneurs that are going to be our future leaders, like our kids are our future leaders. So this is a great way for, for that to be a great combination. So thanks, Julie.
1: I
2: agree. Thank you. Have a great day.
1: That is all for now, my friends. Wishing everyone health and happiness. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening
0: to our message today. If you're interested in our organization, please visit our website at www.childrenshealinginstitute.org. And don't forget to follow us on our other platforms by searching the Children's Healing Institute in the search bar. See you next week.